everyone and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter and I'm joined as always by Little Timmy. Mm. Oh. <laughs> well, there's a Little Timmy in this movie, which is why I said, sure. said it like that. Uh, but this is a horror movie podcast. We talk about horror films every week. We get together and we talk about a film that we have watched. And of course, that is the normal schedule. The schedule for October, the Octoberthon, is every single day. And we are nearing the end we are almost at Halloween itself, and we didn't get a lot of movies set at Halloween this year. That's something we'll have to make amends for next year, but we do have one here. We had one at the start of the month, and we have one here. This is All Hallows' Eve, which is actually related to the film we did at the start of the month. Yeah, I mean, sorry, I, I have a bone to pick right away. With so, what? It's, wait, so, I, I, I mean, maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong here, but... Would all All Hallows Eve would that be the day before Halloween? No, All Hallows Eve is Halloween. It is. Yeah. Okay. Okay, because I I figured like Eve is usually that it's not mean before something. Yeah, the day after Halloween's uh, All Hallows. Uh, okay. <laughs> all right, that makes sense. Then. I don't know if I don't know if it's actually called that, but yeah, Halloween's actually the day before something else, but no one cares about the day after Halloween anymore. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. You know what? I'm gonna get go to Wikipedia and give you an exact definition. All right. All right. I, I just want to make sure because otherwise, uh, that's going to help me decide if this movie is perfect or not. <laughs> Halloween or Halloween with an apostrophe between the two e's is a contraction of Hallows Even or Hallows Evening, also known as All Halloween, All Hallows Eve, or All Saints Eve. Yeah. So All Saints Day is the next day. That's what it is. Um, uh, okay. So uh, it's the eve of the Western Christian feast of All Hallows Day. All also called, so it's All Hallows Day, or All Saints Day. It begins the three-day observance of the All Hallow Tide. Mike, so many names here. The time <laughs> in the uh, lit lit liturgical year dedicated to remembering the dead, including saints who are Hallows, martyrs, and the faithful departed. So that's why we we do all the all the dead themed stuff, but no one cares about the, the religious part now. It's just Halloween, yeah. right? <laughs> so if wait, if, if All Hallows Eve, if if that's just Halloween, why didn't they just call this movie Halloween? Because it's another word for Halloween, and we've already had Halloween. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it would be funny if they just called it Halloween. <sighs> They can't do that, all right? They get sued. <laughs> the Akkad family coming for them. <laughs> all right. So we are going to talk about uh, All Hallows' Eve. Now, we did the film called Terrifier at the start of the month, which was actually a follow-up to this movie, uh, which we I, I didn't know when I watched Terrifier that it was a follow-up to something. So it's kind of interesting to go back and do this. This is kind of a horror anthology um, where... The premise is that, uh, uh, you know, a babysitter, uh, not a young, because usually I say babysitter, you think of a teenager. This is, no, this is like a, a friend of the parents. So she's like, you know, yeah. 30 something. Uh, she, she's uh, looking after these two kids who are maybe about, you know, 10, 11, whatever they are. Um, and they are, you know, they've, they've gotten back from trick or treating and they're looking through their candy and someone put a VHS tape in there. And probably the most unrealistic thing of this movie, which was made in 2013, <laughs> is that there's a VCR in the house to watch the VHS tape on. Yeah. Um, but they put the tape in and there's three different stories on it. And it's them watching this tape. 
and uh, you know there's like three stories, all of which feature in some respect Art the Clown. And um, I thought Art the Clown was only in one of the segments, just because I heard that he, he's in a horror anthology movie called All, all Hallows Eve, and then the director went on to make Terrifier because it was clearly the best part of that 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 anthology. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he actually is kind of part of all three stories to an extent. Although there's definitely one that's definitely the main one, like you know the final one is definitely the Art the Clown story, whereas the first two yeah. are kind of like there's a little bit of art, but it's not like his story. Um. So that's the gist of it. It's kind of hard with uh, anthologies to do much of a spoiler-free section, but we will do a little spoiler-free section, mm. and then we'll go into spoilers, and we'll talk about uh, the film in, in depth as we can. So uh, we both like Terrifier. I think that's something we should point yeah. out before we get into this, is that we watched Terrifier, and it's a brutal slasher movie, very gory. Mm. Art the Clown's a pretty good villain in it, and I, I quite liked it. And I'd heard this wasn't as good, so I went in with kind of mm. muted expectations, but I was curious... Yeah. So I'll ask the question, Tim. Did you enjoy yeah. All Hallows Eve? Uh, not, not that much. Like I, like it, it is interesting. Like seeing, like uh, you know, I, I I think I would probably dislike it more if I didn't have uh, if I didn't know about like you know Terrifier. So it it at least is like a little interesting to watch because of it, you know its connection to this other movie you know that we did like um but i don't know it doesn't really come together that much for me it is an interesting idea i think mm. for an anthology movie but uh i don't know the tapes just or like the stories on the tape uh, they all kind of feel like pointless and like uh, you know it, it just seems like a lot of stuff that they're just throwing there for just because it's like oh like this would be cool and creepy versus like you know, having like actual interesting stories, uh, I feel like. Um, but at, at the same time, though, it, it's I don't wouldn't say that it's like unwatchable. Like, uh, yeah, like some movies, it's a little bit of like a pain or a chore to get through. Like I was at least interested in it all the way throughout, but I just think it didn't necessarily like come together for me at, in the end. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, I don't think it was particularly good either. I do like those moments, because there's a few moments in it I like. It, it definitely feels yeah. like a, a sort of early prototype for what Terrifier became, especially the last story. There's a couple sure. of IDs in there. I'm actually glad that I didn't see this first, now that I've watched both, because yeah. there's a couple of moments that were really cool in Terrifier that wouldn't have been as, as surprising if I'd seen this, because they kind of replay a couple of the same beats. So I'm glad I saw the more polished, like movie but because it's the same director as terrifier and i think he did get better yeah. like i think terrifier is a better directing movie um there's definitely some some bad acting in terrifier but that's kind of fine the acting in this does very wildly um the first story especially i thought all the actors in it were terrible um but there i'm uh, i'm also assuming there was probably like a a lot less budget on this one it just oh, kind yeah. of feels feels cheaper. cheap yeah it feels really cheap especially the story i think the wraparound which is a slightly bigger part than normal because it kind of keeps coming back to it between each movie and there's kind of a, a story there with the, the babysitter and the kids i think that stuff's okay actually i think i think the babysitter is likable enough um this the, the little timmy's kind of a shit actor uh tia's yeah. okay his <laughs> sister um but I, I i think one complaint i would have about that though is there are times and i feel like as it goes on as the it, it went on they did it less and less but there are times when like you'd be watching the story and you would cut back to them watching it which i thought was like unnecessary it did a lot in the first one because the yeah. first one is the one the kids are also there watching so it's, it's kind of like showing you 
their reactions constantly. The second two stories, when it's just the babysitter watching them, it only cuts back to a reaction like once in each story, I think. So it's not a big deal. Yeah. It's, you know, it's just, it's just kind of like, yeah, it's just there. Um, but I thought the wraparound was okay, especially since it's like the idea that it's it's freaked the, 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 the girl out and it's kind of like sort of building the idea of like, this is kind of creepy and what's going on. Um, yeah. What's interesting is that First of all, VHS tapes are not 16 by 9, so that's like a weird technical <laughs> fault that the movie has. Also, they're watching Night of the Living Dead first, and it's stretched of to course. 16 by 9, and I'm like, what are you doing? Stop promoting this heresy. How dare you? Have black <laughs> bars at the side, damn it. Um, but anyway, so what I wanted to bring up, though, is that the first story does have this kind of intentional kind of VHS kind of filter on it, and it's yeah. kind of iffy looking and feels kind of mm-hmm. cheap. Uh, and that's frustrating. The second story doesn't. The second story has like, it's almost like the first story is meant to look look as if it was shot in VHS. The second story is supposed to look like it was shot in digital, but cheap. And then the third mm. story is meant to look like it was shot in film because it's got it's got like all the scratches and it looks kind of blown out. So they're going yeah. for this sort of like old film reel kind of look in the last one, which is probably the the most pleasing to the eye. Yeah, it still feels a little bit overdone and tacky, but it is the most pleasing looking out of the three of them. Just in a, as a, if we're going to add on some sort of weird after effect to make it look like something, that's the one that yeah. looks the best out of the three. But it's not perfect either. Mm-hmm. So, and the, I'm not saying that I necessarily dislike the second story, but it does seem like kind of out of place <laughs> compared to the other two. It's, it's it's kind of even the first one I thought was kind of, but I, I felt like the third one was the only one that really felt like terrifier <laughs> the, sure, yeah. the, the other two didn't really feel like that the second one especially was far gone i will say there was one, one minor worry and I, I think this is this is minor i don't think it's going to do this but there was a minor worry that since the terrifier was so based on the third story that was you know the third story was clearly the prototype for terrifier mm-hmm. there was a minor worry i had as i was watching this that maybe the terrifier 2 might take more from like the first story or something like that and i'm like yeah. i really don't want them to and i don't think it will because it's not called yeah. you know something else it's called terrifier 2 i have to imagine it's going to continue in the vein of terrifier yeah. um because it's actually like it makes it too supernatural i think the other, the first story i really yeah. like the idea in the and terrifier where okay there's the slight supernatural element in the same way that michael myers is slightly supernatural in that he mm. seems like he can't be killed kind of thing like a slasher villain i'm okay yeah. with that but I, I didn't you know like the first story in this is basically almost like preemptively doing like the the halloween six thing where he's working for something and it's just yeah. no don't don't do that actually that's a very good comparison yeah yeah um so that's kind of odd but yeah whatever so um i, I don't think we can say too much more uh without spoilers although i will say that i thought art didn't look as good in this you can tell that they'd perfected oh, the look and and yeah. the proper movie a little bit again like, a little bit cheaper like this felt I, I don't know if they used a different actor but it felt like this was more just like a it seemed like just a person in like a regular clown costume like in terrifying mm. it looked like um they might have had like some prosthetics or something or it, if not then maybe just a man with more pronounced features or something but like uh, here it just looked a little more basic there was definitely some prosthetic but terrifier did start with him applying makeup though so it, it was kind of implying That's that true, yeah. even if there is a prosthetic he was doing it you know this was a guy doing it like he was putting yeah. on a prosthetic um so no i i i, I concur with that i i think um like because in this movie it feels more like art's meant to be this kind of like tie between all the stories where 
that he 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 can be multiple different things. And I think what I like about Terrifier is that he's a slasher villain, and I I hope that Terrifier yeah. two kind of continues that forward. Um, I don't really want, even though I do, I I, I kind of like the reveal of what he, how he connects to the, the middle story a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of interesting, but it's kind of not what I really want from art sort of going forward. Yeah, you know, I, I kind of no, I like him being a slasher villain, and that's kind of what the third one is. So the third, I I think the third story is clearly the best one of the three. Um, yeah, even if too. it's it's not as good as Terrifier though, it's just kind of like this weird like rough draft that Terrifier became. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it, it's really weird because, um, yeah, I, I feel like there's not like a lot of movies where you would say this, but like, uh, obviously, like the connections are loose, but like, if you do consider like, yeah, this one and like Terrifier 2, like, it is interesting to be like, no, this one's only worth watching if you saw like the second movie first. Like, it's like, yeah, it, it, it's I would... really not that interesting unless you like Terrifier. Yeah, I definitely would say this is like a, uh, like a, a prototype or. I'd yeah. say this is like Terrifier Zero, but Zero is very optional. Like you know, Terrifier yeah. worked. I'd argue better having not seen this. And yeah. you know, if you want to go back and check it out, then sure. But I wouldn't, you know, super it's like, recommend it. Yeah, it's like uh, if you're playing Resident Evil games for the first time, don't start with Zero. Like, yeah, it's... absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Play. Go, you know, number one, one and then yeah. Yeah, one, two, three. Uh, Code Veronica, and if you want, you can go back to zero. <laughs> like yeah. that's that's what you do. Um, so we'll go spoilers then. So full spoilers for All Hallows Eve, which came out in twenty thirteen. Um, and it's worth mentioning, Terrifier two is coming out next Halloween. Uh, so so we're going to have a new another you know Art the Clown movie. But um, yeah. and I actually just found out when I was looking up IMDb there uh, that there is an All Hallows Eve two. But it's not the same director, and it doesn't look like Art of the Clowns. It looks like it's the same concept of someone getting a VHS tape with like different stories on it. But that's that's it. It is kind of funny because it does feel antiquated, but yeah, it, there's something like it's not as cool if you got like a Blu-ray in, I know. in your bag or something, like that. <laughs> or a USB stick. Some video files on it. Yeah, I mean, actually, no, that's better. I think. I think. The idea of getting a USB stick that has like a folder that's got like a weird title and like there's like different yeah. files on it feels a bit creepier than I think than a Blu-ray. Yeah. And uh, and I do gotta say like man, this lady needs to get her act together. The babysitter, like no, like just the idea of someone like so many like creeps and weirdos and stuff out there. Someone slips a young child a blank videotape. There's no way you're letting the kids just blindly watch it, like before you preview it or anything. I mean, they kind of sell that she sends them out the room to like, yeah. but they, they kind of still see it. They're still just over at the side, and then yeah. they come in, and the kids like, "Oh, it's just a horror movie. It's fine." Um, but I was thinking though, these kids are still relative. I mean, like I don't know, they're, they're maybe like eleven and twelve or something like that. Like they're not like you could like yeah like you can still watch horror movies when you're young but it seems more like a snuff film than like a, yeah like it, you know if there there aren't like a like it's not even like there's a title or credits or anything that would let you know it's an actual made movie well like, the thing about the, the, the first one is that um well that's the thing though it doesn't look like a snuff film in the sense that like who's the cameraman in this like there's no like indication yeah. that there's someone standing there filming so it still has that it's like who shot this so that's where yeah. it sort of feels supernatural because like how could this footage exist otherwise um yeah. but um the uh the, yeah so, 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 so what i was thinking as i was watching it is that 
during the first hour is like, well, these kids are watching it and there's no way that this babysitter will let them keep watching it if it gets too extreme. So it can't be that extreme ultimately. And sure enough, it's not until after the kids aren't watching that the the, the, the last story gets really extreme. Um, yeah. But anyway, so the first story is... Uh, it starts off like a, a terrifier story where Art's kind of at this like train station and uh, or a bus station, whatever it is, and he honks his horn at this woman. Uh, but very quickly, we just kind of she wakes up like chained, and there's like another couple of women there, and it's like no, something you know, he comes and gets us, and you're thinking it's still terrifier at this point, but it turns out to actually be um, like a cult of witches and demons who want to feast upon. Uh, the the blood of this you know because the woman's pregnant like they cut open her stomach and like feast on her blood and then seemingly a demon rapes her it's really I mean it's very suggestive rather than showing this too you know close up but um honestly the acting in this one was really bad like when it was the three women who were like chained up like yelling at each other and like what they should do like it felt really fake the whole time none of it felt convincing I, yeah totally uh, I think the only thing. And, and like this one, it felt it feels like such a like it feels like there's so little story here um, that you know I don't know it just kind of felt like cheap like like again it doesn't seem like you're doing something interesting it just seems like you're doing like something that you're like yeah let's have like a bunch of demons and stuff come out and like you know there'll be this like Satan looking thing it's gonna mm. rape her and so like uh, uh, it seems kind of pointless but I, I guess like the one thing you could kind of give it credit for and again similar to terrify like one of the things we like about it is that it is so brutal like in its kills like you know it doesn't shy away from it and uh, you know i feel like you do get like a little bit of this like with the you know like the cutting into like the stomach with the baby and and everything like it it Mm. does feel brutal like uh so i'll I'll give it that at least but uh, otherwise i wasn't like super into it yeah, don't have super positive things. And, you know, when, when the story's over, it cuts back to them and she's like, okay, you're watching No More, this is too much. Because th- this yeah. one was guilty of, like, cutting back to them, like, wincing and, like... Although the, the, the little Timmy was, like, invigorated. Like, he was, like... It, like, it almost sold me the idea that he was maybe going to be a serial killer when he grew up, like, like oh, the yeah. way he was watching it. <laughs> but he, they, uh, they get sent to bed and they're bickering at each other. Uh, the babysitter, like, calls a friend or something about meeting up after... You know, after after she's done babysitting, um, the, and there's that's felt like it was kind of killing time. Like her friends on the phones, like, "Hey, you're babysitting on Halloween. Don't get killed." Like, you know, making yeah. references to Halloween and stuff. And after they go to bed, she decides she's going to watch more of the tape. You know, she she sort of sits there and she puts on the second story, which is a little bit more interesting because at least I felt like more was happening. Where it's this this yeah. woman who is just sort of unpacking in a new house you know it's just the evening her husband's still at work or whatever and she's unpacking like you know furniture and you know ornaments and stuff and she's on the phone with a friend i I did think it was really clunky exposition because she has this phone call with a friend just so she can explain who she is who her husband is uh that her husband's a painter and he painted something and it sets up this painting that she thinks is really creepy that she ever she always has like a dust sheet over because she doesn't like looking at it but it felt really clunky because it just it felt like it was it was over explaining the situation too much and it just felt like an unnatural like here we need the exposition so we'll have her on the phone talking yeah. to her friend 
Uh, but basically the the thing here is that there's a big bright light that comes from outside somewhere and they set up the idea that this is a very isolated house and uh she runs around she gets scared the car won't start she tries calling for help she can barely get through her husband and the phone eventually cuts out and it turns into this like alien chasing around the house (laughs) uh maybe even two of them actually now i have a complaint here although i will give it one caveat um, my complaint is that the alien looks terrible. It looks cheap and tacky and shit. Mm. The one caveat I'll say to that, though, is that it does kind of imply that the, the face of the alien isn't actually the face. It's a mask because yeah. there's, like, air tubes going into it or, like, you know, to, to give it its atmosphere as if it's, like, a, a gas mask. But it is, it is modeled after the classic kind of alien head look, mm-hmm. and it looks really cheap and tacky. So even though it's meant to be a mask... It's not, it doesn't look like a sort of high quality like space mask. It looks like a a cheap mask that they've they've yeah. built this thing out of really crap material. Uh, so it looks really tacky. Yeah, it it, it sounds kind of interesting because, uh, like I do like the idea of like this alien monster you know chasing this person that can be pretty creepy, and like um. You know, it is interesting the idea that it's a mask, and so like I do like that you're constantly hearing like the breathing sounds and the way it's kind of moving. It almost seems like it's swimming, which I think is interesting. Like, you know, because who knows? Maybe on this planet, maybe like, you know, the, our atmosphere or whatever to them, it, it could be like water or something. Like that's how they get around. Like it. So it's, I, I do it's, like it's the too idea. thick is what you're saying. The air's too thick for them. Yeah, like so, I, I do think they are trying to do interesting stuff, like with its movements and, and its look. But yeah, ultimately, I just don't think it comes together. Mm-hmm. Like it's, uh, I, I don't know, maybe yeah, they need something like a little better looking. But um, it is kind of wild though, because yeah, like the like you know the first and the one and the last one like you know seems much more like yeah traditional horror and then this like seems like a weird sci-fi alien <laughs> like chasing this woman out of nowhere and the whole thing with the alien is that like he like she she's running around from the alien and that's most of the shot is like just this suspenseful kind of chase you know for better or worse um unfortunately veering into worse maybe more often than not but you know i almost forgot it set up this idea at the start that her painting or her husband sorry went into a trance and painted this face that she thinks is creepy mm-hmm. um but it has no memory of why he painted it and i assumed it was going to be art like i assumed that was going to be the the reveal but they really tease it out where she's like being dragged along the floor by the alien she's like holding out the dust sheet and she she pulls it off and we see this it's, it's actually what the poster is for the movie is this this painting of art the clown and it's like this. It's like okay. So how does this tie into the alien? Like, yeah. is Art himself an alien? Is this meant to be Art, like inside uh, the the mask? Who's who's? This is him arriving on Earth. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. I, I mean, uh, that would be kind of crazy if that's what they were implying. But uh, I mean, who knows? Maybe they could even try to imply something that like Art is dressing up like this kind of tacky alien or something. Oh, maybe, uh, yeah. But, but, but then I, I in, mean, that ca- in that case, though, why the trance and why did like someone paint his face? Very true. Very that, true. That, that at the very yeah. least is somewhat supernatural. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's really hard to tell. It's like, a, again, it doesn't feel like a super well thought out story. It, it, it just kind of feels like they had the idea of like, oh, it'd be cool if an alien was chasing this girl around. Mm. So... 
Yeah, and that's basically the end of that one. And, you know, still, again, go back to the wraparound, and there's some teases here where the kids, like, are sharing a bed now because the, the sister's kind of scared, and um, the babysitter, like, comes up because she, she thinks she hears them or sees them at one point, and she goes up and says, hey, stop pretending to be asleep, you know, and go to sleep. And they're like, we're not pretending, we're in bed, blah, blah, blah. And the kid mentions that, hey, stop checking on us so often. And she's like, what are you talking about? And he says, oh, someone, you know, you were there. I, I, you know, you were looking through the door a while ago. And she's like, no, I wasn't. Um, so it, it's kind of setting that something's eventually going to happen here. But uh, she goes back down and she's like, you know what? I can't convince the little girl that she, oh, I say little girl. I mean, she's not, I mean, she's a, she's a girl, but she's not a little girl. She, she, again, she's like, you know, just about to hit like 12, 13 kind of levels. Mm. Um so if I can't convince her not to be scared. I can't watch the you know the rest of this. So she puts the tape back on, and the final story is the more terrifier story. It's a, it's a woman driving who turns out to be a costume designer for movies, uh, and she's almost out of gas. So she pulls over, and she's kind of like uh, flirting with a guy who works there. Uh, the scene kind of starts with him like kicking out art because art's been you know smearing shit in the walls, and that was something that he didn't terrify her, and. Mm. Then he kind of flirts with it a little bit as they're kind of like just, you know, she's, she's asking for directions, they're being nice to each other. And then he hears a noise and he goes in back inside and he takes a while so she gets curious and she goes in and just finds Art like sawing his head off. And this is this is where it gets like proper bloody and violent. Yeah. Um, and he's just like just waving at her as he saws off this head and she, she runs to her car and it becomes a bit of a car chase and uh, he's chasing after her uh she she eventually crashes she gets out and uh, she gets back in the car arts in the car they crash blah 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 uh she chases her he chases her to a barn and she's kind of hiding and art does this weird thing where he apparently tunnels under the ground <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh to get inside which is very wacky um they, they do kind of a, a a not as good version of like whipping her with like a chain that has blades on it that was like a thing in the in terrifier that was a really cool moment uh, here it felt a little bit more lukewarm, but not terrible. Um, again, what, I'm so glad that I didn't see this before Terrifier because when you know she eventually gets, she sort of hitchhikes into this guy's car and she's trying to tell him that this is all going on. Uh, Art drives up alongside them and pulls out a gun and shoots him in the face. And I'm so glad I didn't see this because the moment in Terrifier where he pulls out a gun was really shocking because it, you didn't expect it. It was such a weird oh, thing totally. for a slasher villain to do that. Yeah. Um, so... I appreciated that, uh, but I mean the moment itself in this is was okay, and this was definitely the best one because it was you know it was a stalking slasher kind of thing, a um, yeah. couple of weird moments sure, but you know that's that's what it was. Eventually, uh, when he gets her, uh, she wakes up and she's on a table and her arms and legs are cut off and he's carved like bitch and slut and things into her skin, and he's just kind of laughing at her. He's kind of waving at her and laughing. And he thinks this is hilarious. <laughs> um and you know it's just it's, you know that, that old old school art the clown you know that's <laughs> what he is uh what do you think of this one yeah i mean this was easily my favorite and i i guess maybe part of it is it just feels like more terrifier like yeah. <laughs> you know if you just kind of isolate this and almost use it as like a you know a little prequel to the movie um but I, you know i think it had like you know the best gore and um you know the maybe the easier to follow like storyline um that it, you know it's a very simple story but it actually feels more like of a i don't know that there's 
more of a plot or something to it versus the what's the interesting ones. is this is not the first art of the clown thing uh there was actually a short film called terrifier a couple of years before this which was the first oh, really? art of the clown. <laughs> yeah same director there's a 20 minute short called terrifier <laughs> did did all hallows eve and then uh, you know 2015 2016 did terrifier so in- interesting like just how like sort of practiced and like you know, like, this was, okay, a 20-minute short. Okay, then I'm going to do this anthology movie where art's going to pop up a bunch of times. Yeah. And, you know, then finally Terrifier, which, you know, I don't know if it's easy to get a hold of the short film. Maybe it's on YouTube or something, but... Um, yeah, it might be interesting uh, to watch. Yeah, clearly it seems to be a character or something that he has a fondness for or thinks that there's maybe more stuff there to uh, yeah revisit. Mm. So that, that's cool, though. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, nah, I mean, definitely the best of the three. Um, not perfect. It's not as good as Terrifier, but you can definitely see what became Terrifier in, yeah. in this one. Uh, the final... You... Uh, on you go. Hmm. Oh, no, yeah, I was just going to say. And then, yeah, when it, it gets out of here, and then kind of the end... I actually do, like, the end of the wraparound segment here. And, and again, I guess you can kind of say it also feels more, like, Terrifier-ish stuff. Yeah, there's, a, there's the supernatural element where he's inside the TV and it's it's, it's, yeah. it's almost like the ring where you think he's going to come out because he's, he's sort of up against the, the, the screen. He's sort of like knocking on the glass, as it were. Yeah. Um, But you, you see him and like eventually it, like t- the camera, like the, the video turns to her. You can, she can see herself on the TV and she sees Terrifier, or sorry, Terrifier. She sees uh, Art sta- uh, sitting it's behind her. Easy mistake to make because it, it seems like, well, yeah, he is the Terrifier, but yeah. his name's Art, but like, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but she kind of like destroys the tape and that seems to fix it and it's like okay no more scary things but then of course uh she like sees him upstairs uh all bloody as if he's just come out the kid's bedroom and the end of the movie is her going out of the kid's bedroom and it's just the two decapitated heads of the, of the kids <laughs> on the bed and she just screams to high heavens i do like that when she sees art though um the, the 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 film changes to the like the style of the last one where it was all scratchy and like there's, oh, yeah, yeah. there's blots and stuff um there's also the weird thing where the girl in the last short phoned 911 at one point and tried to talk you know talk to, for you know get help and like the the babysitter receives that phone call just before she goes upstairs oh yeah yeah and she hears that phone that was kind of weird i don't know what they were doing with that to be honest yeah. that was a bit odd but um yeah, the ending's okay, because it's kind of that brutal Art the Clown sort of style of thing. Um, again, I'm not so sure how I feel about this more supernatural element of him like being on the TV and like being behind her, but only in the TV, not actually in real life. And like as effective as that is on its own, like it kind of feels just like this extra weird supernatural like thing to tack on to art. And again, this is coming from yeah. the perspective of seeing Terrifier first, where it, it felt mm. more solidified as being a specific thing in that movie, but yeah i mean like you said uh you know he he feels like a like a cool like uh slasher uh villain so and and with those um yeah i I think it is fine to have like a little bit of a supernatural touch to it like you said like the fact that it you know it's unkillable and um and you know you don't want to necessarily say like teleport per se, but like, you know, the, the mm. idea that it could kind of like pop up behind you or whatever. Um, but like, yeah, this, it feels like it's just adding like a little bit too much. Like it, it's going a little bit too far. If he can like, 
climb out of TVs and <laughs> you know that kind of thing. Yeah, it's, got, it's going basically into Freddy Krueger territory, which I don't yeah. think uh, I want from art. But I mean, maybe maybe uh, Terrifier Two will maybe hint more where he comes from, or it'll do some sort of creepy alien backstory or something. I don't know, <laughs> which I wouldn't necessarily hate as long as it doesn't. Uh, I don't know. As long as it still feels like a slasher movie at its core, I'll be okay with that. But um, yeah. Uh, so I mean, it's not all Hallows Eve isn't terrible. There's some really dodgy acting in places. The first story is basically worthless, uh, completely. The second story is a little bit more enjoyable, has a couple of interesting beats, but is kind of weird. The third one's definitely the best and feels the most terrifier esque, and it's just you know art stalking this person. Yeah. But uh, you know, it has the problem where it was kind of remade into a full movie, and the full movie's better, so it kind of suffers from just existing like it does sure yeah uh wraparound's okay so i didn't hate it like it's not the worst thing ever like no i, I think it's still watchable it's yeah. just yeah not great uh, especially knowing like oh uh this much better movie comes from it yeah but in I mean, a weird way though i don't know if that kind of helps it or <laughs> hurts it but I mean, at least, like, the, I suppose it's better that the stories get better as they go a little bit, even if it's not by yeah. great increments. Like, you know, the, the worst one's the first one, and it gets a little bit better for two, and it gets a fair bit better for three. Um, yeah. And that's that's basically it. But, um, <laughs> yeah. So, not not great. Uh, Terrifier is much better. Looking forward to Terrifier 2. Hopefully, it's more of what Terrifier 1 was. That's what I want from yeah. it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I guess we'll uh, rate the uh, read all Hallows Eve. Tim, what are you what are you thinking of giving it? Uh, I think I'm going to give it a, a four point five. Um, yeah, because it, it's not horrible. I, I wouldn't say I necessarily liked it, but it, it's not a chore to get through. Like it's perfectly mm. watchable, especially if you've seen Terrify and like that, and you know, kind of have an interest to see what came before it. I think it is, uh, you know, an interesting and easy enough watch. But yeah, there's not enough there to say that it is like a actually good or makes it stand out from other things but uh yeah no it, it's definitely not horrible or anything though yeah um i think i'll go with the straight five um just a smidge higher i think um the first story really sucks and drags down the overall rating for sure but the I I think there's enough interesting things in the other ones and the wraparound to kind of just overall be a kind of, you know, watchable middle-of-the-road movie. Um, and like you say, there's that interest. If you like Terrifier, to at least if you're curious to come back and kind of see what they did before. But ultimately, Terrifier is the, the much better version of, of what All Hallows Eve is at least kind of trying to be. Um, yeah. So I just I just hope Terrifier 2 doesn't try and go down some of the paths that these other stories in this one did. I hope it sticks to being a terrifier sequel um oh yeah definitely and, you know we'll see what, what comes of that uh but yeah that's that was pretty much it uh that's all hallows eve um you can let us know what you think of the movie in the comments below you can like and subscribe all that stuff you can get us on the twitters at mail underscore fuzz for channel updates if you want to support the show and the channel you can head over to patreon.com slash mail tv uh, we can support us for as little as one dollar per month and get an exclusive bonus episode every month there was four this month because it's the Octoberthon, but you get one every month uh, for $1. And you get to vote at the $5 tier and there's a lot of stuff as well. You can also support us, of course, by going to Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from and rating us five stars. Give us a nice review. Helps more people find us. So you can go to that. Um, 
but that is that's pretty much us uh check out all the stuff we do obviously there's more streams all month but uh we do have a sci-fi movie podcast called the atomic cinema experiment that i do with tara worth checking that out worth checking out maybe our reviews of watchmen that just started recently and other stuff so you know have a look at the youtube page see what else is there uh get a list of all the audio feeds over at patreon uh, but that is us, so thank you once again for watching or listening. We're getting very close to Halloween, so have a good one of those. Um, by all means, send us your costume photos on Twitter or whatever, whatever else you're doing. Uh, but that is us, so thank you once again for watching or listening. We appreciate it. Keep watching scary movies, guys, and we will see you next time.